0: You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome to episode number 337 of the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. And... uh, My name is Alex and I shall be your host for the evening or for the morning or day, whenever you're listening. Who knows and who cares? (laughs) Um, You know, as I'm recording this, it's 2023. Winter is coming. We have uh, a lot of wars happening across the globe. We've survived a pandemic all by A fake pandemic. Nonetheless a pandemic. Because. The reaction to it. Was very very. Real. And uh, I love seeing. The mental gymnastics. People are doing. uh, Trying to justify. That they were wrong. Uh, Because now. I think the evidence is clear. That uh, people suffered from some sort of mind virus that caused them to behave irrational because there really was no pandemic to speak of um but that's another topic for another episode i want to focus more on um, something else something i've hinted at in past episodes maybe i think i have um I want you to think about yourself right now, listening to this. If uh, tomorrow, let's say, there are a nuclear war starts, or just a war, or your country is invaded, or the stock market crashes and your money is useless, I mean, it, it has no value whatsoever. Or if there's some sort of pandemic. Uh, I want you to ask yourself, are you prepared? I'm sure you know about the preppers and people have laughed at preppers for many decades now. People who build shelters, um, build... Um, Uh, storage facilities with food and stuff they need in case there's a nuclear war or a nuclear winter. Uh, But the thing with prepping, because I can speak from first-hand experience as I am a prepper of sort, is that it's one of those things where, uh, you know... You have to be prepared. It could be the difference between life and death. So ask yourself, are you prepared? Now, you might be prepared. You might have some cans of food in the basement or you might have other supplies stashed around your house. Uh, But that's not what I'm talking about. Because the first thing you have to have prepared is your mind doesn't matter how many guns how much food or how much fuel you have if your mind is not prepared because when there's a disaster a war, a pandemic or a uh, financial crash It doesn't really matter how prepared you are with uh, physical objects if your mind is not prepared. Because such an uh, event can break you. And and we saw during the pandemic, uh, the COVID pandemic, that people's minds were broken. And they are still broken. I mean, sometimes you see people walking around with masks still to this day. Uh, So clearly their minds have been broken. So you need to be prepared and you might think that you are prepared. But really, are you prepared? We don't know what kind of disaster, if any, hopefully there will, will not be any. But we don't know what kind of disaster will befall our society or the society you live in. So just imagine the worst case scenario. Your money is worthless. People are resorting to cannibalism. There is a nuclear bomb dropping uh, close by. Not so close that it affects you, but close enough to freak you out. Uh, You have relatives that have died, uh, friends that have died. Uh, people are getting sick Uh, and basically society ceases to function Uh, it's what morons would call anarchy but (laughs) I like anarchy so it's not really anarchy it's more like a uh, broken society because anarchy would be the perfect society but anyway forget all that imagine that the society you live in is destroyed so you cannot buy food you can't buy food you do not have any form of electricity you do not have energy you do not have heating uh, are you prepared for that? are you prepared to leave your comfortable life and start living off the supplies you've prepped? Or not prepped. You know, you might not have prepped anything. I think that a person who is mentally prepared... ...but doesn't have any prep uh, in their basement... ...and a person who is fully prepped up up the wazoo... ...but is not mentally prepped... ...I think the, the former will last longer. I think the mental strength in a crisis is more important than how much food you have. Food is also important, but if your mind is weak, it doesn't matter if you have food because y- your your spirit and your mind will be broken by the disaster. So, I think you I think you should prepare mentally. And in fact, not be afraid of Not be afraid of a disaster, but long for it. Now, that might sound strange. Why would we want to long for a disaster? Uh, We don't want people to suffer, correct? That is correct. We do not. And it might sound also pessimistic, but I've always had the philosophy that when I go on a trip, I always pack for rain. I've always been like that. Recently I did go on a trip with the family and I was prepared that the whole trip it was going to rain and be really cold. So I brought all the stuff needed for such a situation. But fortunately uh, the weather was good. So I didn't need all that stuff and I had a nice little trip. But more importantly if the weather had been bad I was already mentally prepared for it. So I wouldn't be upset that the trip was ruined by bad weather because I already expected bad weather. There was no way I could be disappointed because I expected bad weather and nothing else. So when the weather was good, I was pleasantly surprised. And that's how I live my life. I'm always pleasantly surprised because every time I walk outside, Uh, To go to work or to go outside and enjoy the garden. Uh, I am not met with a zombie trying to eat my flesh. Uh, Yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, And I think that kind of attitude is healthy. Could seem pessimistic or uh, fatalistic to think like that. But I like to be prepared And that makes my mind stronger in a crisis, I think. But the proof is in the pudding, so let's see what happens if or maybe even when the disaster happens. All over the internet, you can look at videos and websites that give you lists of things you need to, to prep Stuff you you should have in your your house in case something happens. And uh, I suggest you look at some of those websites. I really do suggest you look at it and uh, try and get as much of that stuff as possible. Now I know if you live in an apartment it can be hard to prep. But just see that as a challenge. Because um, there are ways to prep even though... You live in an apartment. For instance, I r- saw a video recently where uh, a guy said that uh, if you have uh, a bookcase with lots of books or with DVDs or something like that, you could store your cans behind the books. That's a good way to, to save space. So there are ways to, to prep uh, even though your space is limited. And if you live in a house, basically you're halfway there already. You know, just... By getting a house, if you can get a house, uh, that is 50% of the prep done. Because a house gives you so many more advantages than if you live in an apartment. But in, in both cases, it doesn't matter if your mind is not prepared to live a more rough life and maybe... Resort to what people today call, in the non-dystopian world, call criminal activities, because you know when shit hits the fan, uh, it could be a situation where it's you either kill to live, or you die, and um, uh, you got to be prepared for that too. And I think in a way, to prepare mentally for a horrible future that could come. Uh, Something that helps is having children. I think my empathy and understanding and uh, goodwill towards all men is much lower when I have children. Because basically I have to protect them and make sure they survive. So if there's a situation where we don't have food and my kids are starving and there's a dude in front of me with food and he won't give me some, I'll take it. Yeah, kids can make it so you do not compromise when it concerns your children's well-being. Hopefully you won't come to that, but just saying. Do you have a do you have a strategy? That's another thing uh, I think preppers forget. So, as I said before, you have all these lists you can find with all the stuff you need to buy. And uh, all the you know like you need fuel, you should have a generator, you should have canned food, you should have some solar panel of some sort and all that stuff. But um, often those lists forget to mention a strategy like the day shit the shit hits the fan what do you do do you run around like a headless chicken or do you have a strict strategic plan now it depends on the disaster of course but in like for one like one uh, One example is, I have, for instance, one strategy that if uh, for some reason there is a societal breakdown and people just start looting and running around like crazy, my plan is to instantly head straight for the gun store. That's Most people will naturally head for The supermarket. Try and grab as much food as possible. But I'm going to head straight to to, to the gun store. And grab as much guns as possible. And I'll take that food later. Might sound uh, like a not a nice thing to do. But when you're backed into a corner. And you have to protect your kids. That's what you'll do. That's what I will do. Now, of course, uh, it's good to have a crew. I would, not, I wouldn't, I would prefer that if people in a panic uh, come together and try to work together and solve it. But you have to be prepared. They won't want to do that. You know, in a crisis, people will like, like the Joker said in um, the Dark Knight. Uh, people will uh, will eat each other. You know, they they'll go crazy. They can go crazy, so you cannot pretend that uh, they're all going to turn into some sort of New Age hippie community and just help each other. Uh, hopefully, they will. Most likely, they won't. And if they won't, You got to be prepared. Another aspect of prepping that is important is um, to to know things. Because there could be a situation. Do you know how to make a fire? Do you know how to grow food? Do you know how simple uh, electrical stuff works? I mean, can you... Can you mend uh, a fuse box or whatever it could be? C- can you fix a car? Um, in this area, I have a lot of skill, but I also have a lot of weakness. Uh, s- so I need to study more on that. Uh, I'm not that good with wiring or machines. Never been interested so much in like tinkering w- with cars and shit like that. So... Uh, I need to uh, understand that stuff a bit more and I really hate motorcycles but I, I think it would be good to have motorcycles if shit hits the fan because um, you can uh, get through a gridlock better. Another way to prep is to have a second home. Now I know that can be difficult if you don't have the money to for that. Uh, I currently don't have a second home, but I'm actually looking, uh, looking for one, and uh, it, it it doesn't need to be that expensive because the second home should be off grid. And I mean properly off the grid. So what I'm looking for is basically just a four walls and a roof, like no electricity. There's no like. Uh, heating or anything it's just like a a wooden cottage as simple as can be hopefully or preferably with an iron stove in it of course so you can make heat and make food and uh, located uh, far away into nature somewhere and such a cottage that's like doesn't have to be nice looking it can be uh, just a A very, very simple wooden cottage. You can find those pretty cheap. Uh, I know like I've seen some that cost less than $3,000 or €3,000. I understand for some of you that's a lot of money. But considering I live in a a rich country, meaning that €3,000 is almost like €100. (laughs) compared to what shit costs here just to give you an example like the average house like a normal house uh, where I live costs about 400 thousand euros or dollars so 4,000 or 3,000 for a little cottage that's nothing that's nothing with a normal job and a normal salary, one could easily save up to buy such a cottage and that's what I plan to do and um, so that's also a good thing to prep. and sure you could store a lot of food and stuff so you can survive but uh, I- you can't store like food that was gonna last ten years and you don't you don't also. You don't know if you can remain in the spot where you have all the food. So if I stock up my basement with food that will last a year and the disaster happens and I have to leave my house, then the food is useless, it's worthless because I can't take all that food with me. So uh, it's also good to prep and have things that can can create food like seeds, a fishing net, a fishing rod, some sort of gun. To for hunting, stuff like that you know, so you can create food not just like be lazy bum and just sit, sit around and eat canned food all day and hope the disaster will blow over so I, I hope there w- won't be a disaster but I am prepared that there will be a disaster and uh, if I'm wrong no harm no harm done. The only thing that is going to happen is that I will have more skills than I had before I started prepping. Prepping, um, And if disaster happens and I prepped and you didn't, you won't last, but I will. So let's see who has the last laugh if you decide not to prep. But I really think you should. And if you cannot prep uh, because you don't you don't have the money or the storage space, uh, you can still prep with your mind. And that's the main message I want to give. You prep with your mind. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid of having to live a harder life where you don't. Uh, where you can't just buy food or or where you won't just have heating if you push a button you really have to work for that stuff and what I find also is that many people thrive in such a situation because it's part of our soul for hundreds of thousands of years we had to fight to survive To hunt and find food, and to make sure you have fire and somewhere to sleep during the night without having rain fall on you, shelter. This is the way humans have lived for hundreds of thousands of years. It's part of our DNA. So the way we're living now is totally unnatural. We're spoiled and we are depressed. Why is modern society depressed? I think people who thrive and are prepared for a disaster scenario. I'm not sure they're going to be depressed. They might actually on some level enjoy it. The people who are going to be depressed. They are the people who. Now take everything for granted uh, and lean on the government to help them whenever something happens. They don't take any responsibility for their own life now. They just buy the stuff they need or push buttons and expect electricity or heat to come their way without doing anything uh, to get it except paying for it by going to work and doing some meaningless job that really is not essential to sustain life the survivors are going to be the rednecks the the farmers the hunters the people who are not considered currently to be gentlemen (laughs) let's say But the tables will turn quickly once a disaster happens. And the people we now consider to be the weirdos, the unintelligent redneck farmer hillbilly scum, they're going to rule the day. And the Starbucks drinking blogger and influencer, they're going to be crying in a corner, eventually becoming food if the situation turns cannibalistic. So, make sure you think about this. I'm serious. It's not a joke. Is your mind prepared? I got a challenge for you. It doesn't matter if you live in the city or outside the city in a, a smaller town or if you live in the forest. It doesn't matter. Why don't you do an experiment where you leave your home, leave your house, leave your apartment, leave in the morning with only the clothes you have on, maybe bring a knife, a uh, knife, Maybe a bottle of water, but nothing more. A match. You can have a a, a few matches as well. But that's all you have, right? A knife, some matches and the clothes you have on. You leave your home in the morning. And you cannot return to your home uh, unless 24 hours have passed. And you're not allowed to do anything else than to stay outside. You cannot go inside anywhere. You have to stay outside. Just try that. Just try that. See how it goes. <laughs> uh, and just because you live in a, in a big city it doesn't make it easier, you know could actually make it more difficult than if you live in nature. But it depends on, on your skill set. Try it. I challenge you. And if you do that, why don't you send me an email? Tell, talk about it. Tell me about it. I would love to know. Uh, I've done that many times. And, um, and uh, it's quite healthy. It teaches you a lot about yourself. And even though it's only 24 hours, you know... 24 hours takes a long time especially if it's cold and uh, you don't have any food and you're gonna start getting hungry after like a few hours and you have no toilet paper, you don't have anywhere to sleep, Maybe maybe it's raining, you know, small problems when you're in that situation will become big problems. I challenge you. Do that experiment. The worst thing that will happen is you're going to get co- going to get a cold. <laughs> you know, that could be the worst case scenario, but you'll be fine. Uh just bring a bottle of water, but ration that shit. <laughs> ration it. All right, enough talking. So please uh Join me on Rumble, Natural Alchemist, YouTube. um, Follow me uh, on uh, subscribe and follow on uh, Spotify and subscribe on on Apple Podcasts. And please leave a nice review. uh, uh, That always helps. Uh, I appreciate it. Spread the word. Share the podcast. And uh, here's... Something I found on YouTube by a channel called Alaskan Songs. And it's a cover. You'll recognize the song. But they've changed the lyrics. Oh and also. If you really want to prepare. And prep your mind. Make sure you understand what I say. When I say. That freedom is in the mind.
1: At first I didn't prep, but now I'm petrified From that sad day back in November when the country died So now I spend these endless days just prepping Tell me is that wrong, but I grew strong Should have been prepping all along I'm not a quack, no basket case But if you walk into my home you'll find top rum and guns and mace I've got a couple dozen glocks Buried DC-3. I have a system in my shed that makes clean water from my pee, go on now, go, yeah, laugh some more, you won't be laughing when your tax rate's 64, weren't you the one that tried to tell me once or twice that I couldn't live on beetles or a dozen field mice, say pepper I, I will survive. Oh, as long as I watch Nat Geo, I know I'll stay alive. Well, this country's on the skids, and I'm concerned about the grid, but I'll survive. I will survive. Hey, hey. It took all the dough I had, had to sell the car To buy this diesel-powered taser and all the Charmin in the store And I spent so many nights just loading noodles on the shelf I won't deny that I'm a prepper I'm not shy, do you see me? I'm Camo too I'm hiding bullets in my ass And yes, I'm always packing stew So if you feel like dropping by And think my rations will be free Better bring something to barter like that bottle of Jim Beam Go on now, go, yeah, laugh some more I've got a freezer full of plasma and a three inch steel door Weren't you the one that said you thought that I was high When I took that summer sausage and I taped it to my thigh Hey Pepper, I, I will survive Oh, as long as I watch Nat Geo, I know I'll stay alive I won't hear you scream and shout, hunkered down in my bug out But I'll survive, I will survive Oh Go on now, go and laugh some more You won't be laughing when they team up with Mr. Gore Weren't you the one that said the danger that I faced Was my beat-up Chevy van that runs on liquid human waste. A prepper, I, I will survive. As long as I watch Nat Geo, I know that I'll survive. I've got all my life to live. A hiding spot inside my fridge. I will survive.